0: And I thought that purchasing the Rivoli building would be way too much for me to handle. So luckily when Clara moved back and we looked at it, she was definitely the one that said, I think we can kind of do the whole thing. Cause I sort of said I would only be interested if it's just the business because the rest felt too big for me. But luckily I have siblings who are willing to help. so.
1: Welcome to BizCast Greater Lacrosse. This is your host, Vicki Marcus, and we're bringing you news out of the business community. And joining us today are Clara and Jonathan Gillette. Missing is your brother, Philip. That's right. But he will be represented through the two siblings. But you, <laughs> all three of you, purchased the Rivoli. So many of us saw it go up on the market and thought, oh no, is this icon in Lacrosse going to go away? What's going to become of the property? How soon after it went up for
2: sale did you purchase? I think it had been up for sale for a little while and then had gone off the market and then came back on the market. So when I saw it go back on the market in the beginning of January 2022, um, pretty quickly after that, I went to Philip and Jonathan and said, you know, we have thrown the idea around before of wouldn't it be great to be involved in the Rivoli in some way. And um So we kind of started talking about it right away at the beginning of the year, do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, about once a year, I would send Philip a message and ask him if it was the year we were going to buy the Rivoli. And this year turned out to actually be the year we did it. Mm.
2: Because all three of you grew up here, right? Yeah, Yeah. yep. So we all grew up here, all Logan High School grads, very, very proud. Um, And uh, and then then we we all moved away for a bit. Jonathan came back in 2016, is that right, I think? And I came back in 2019. Um, And right away, yeah, like Jonathan said, when he moved back, he right away said, if the Rivoli ever comes for sale, that is something he would be interested in. And so then we kind of joke that I sort of made him put his money where his mouth was (laughs) um, and came to Jonathan and Philip and said, you know, let's take a look at it. I think there's a way we can try to make it work and put the offer in actually on April 1st, which uh, so we're coming up on a year since we put the offer in. I remember because my dad asked if it was a big April Fool's joke. (laughs) (laughs) and then I and then we closed on June 13th so um and then we've just been you know hard at work ever since kind of learning a lot of different things learning about what it is to own a 100 year old building um learning about running a movie theater and you know so many other things so it's been a lot of fun so far when
1: you bought it did you envision that you were going to keep the Rivoli the way that it was or did you know that you would have to change the business model
0: um yeah I mean we were I at least wanted to change the programming of what they were playing, because I think that there uh, was a dearth in selections in big cinemas. You get like six movies, even in a really big cinema with a lot of screens. So that I always kind of wanted to tailor a little bit. And as far as the business runs, no, I mean, I just wanted it to stay open pretty much. Uh, And to go back a little bit, I had kind of been sniffing around for the Rivoli, or maybe other theaters in the area, or even starting my own, but that seemed like a a bigger deal, and I thought that purchasing the Rivoli building would be way too much for me to handle, so luckily, when Clara moved back, and we looked at it, she was definitely the one that said, I think we can kind of do the whole thing, because I sort of said, I would only be interested if it's just the business, because the rest felt too big for me, but luckily, I have siblings who are willing to help, so...
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think to build on that a little bit, too, we realized that, you know, and this is not news to anyone. The movie theater business in general, that industry is changing. Um, I really don't think that it will ever go away. But with streaming and with the way that movie studios work now, you really have to look at a movie theater more as an event space for movies and more as a place where you can get large groups of people together to do something really fun. Um, So I like to think, and I think the Rivoli always has been this, but I really think of it as like a community movie theater, right? So Mm -hmm. one great example, we had... um, a young woman and her dad emailed us and said, would you ever do a Western movie marathon at the Rivoli? And we wrote back and said, sure, come in and talk to us about it. Let's figure it out. And so now March 25th, we're doing a Western movie marathon. Um, And that's been really fun, you know, to kind of work with the community on, you know, what's going to get you out, what's going to get you back in the seats to have that really great experience of watching a movie together and then Mm -hmm. being able to talk about it afterward. And um, there's something about that that you can't get at home you know through yeah. streaming.
1: Well, and I already said it too beforehand, but it was when you said that of events and community, I thought Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Which the current generation has no idea what we're even talking about. But it's it really starts to become an event center in addition to watching
2: a movie. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. And, and that's where, I mean, Jonathan just excels. He's got so many good ideas for yeah, movie events sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so much fun. You know, we um, like we're going to play the new Mario movie coming out in April and we I, we we meet every week with the staff and, um, you know, we just got really excited about we could do a whole Mario Party weekend. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's really fun to think about these things. And then also to draw on the past. I mean, we're very lucky in our community. Our public library and UWL have such great resources on the history of this town. Mm-hmm. And so we have been able to get a lot of old advertisements um, of things that Rivoli used to do in the 1950s and earlier. And so, you know, we started doing kids' parties, um, mostly because we saw an ad, mm-hmm. right? That was, that was for like a, a
0: boobash or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: a kids' mm-hmm. Halloween party and thought, I mean, I'm pretty sure this would work today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done three different kids' parties and they, I mean, it's really really fun. And that is a large building, right? So it's three levels. What mm-hmm. what else is planned for that space? Yeah, so that's a great question and I'm uh, I am hesitant to commit to any one plan. We're <laughs> we're definitely ex- exploring different options right now. So, um, we we through the city um, have done the engineering and architectural analysis. So we're just finishing up that process. And what we're trying to decide, um, looking at the three floors, you're right, of what is now office space is what's the best way for us to use that space. So, you know, we're looking at if we could do apartments. We're also looking at what it would look like to do just some really great office space with maybe some good co-working in there. Um, it is a beautiful building. It needs a lot of love, but the interior is all original in the office space. So you have 1920s woodwork down the hallways. Um, and once you get to the fourth floor, you just have this gorgeous light and a really, really nice view of the city. So I always joke, I am an unofficial tour guide. So, you know, anybody <laughs> wants to come and walk around and hear my spiel on the, on the building. Um, So that's where we're at with it right now but that you know as jonathan said i think that was the thing that came together for us he i love movies and the movie theater i feel very happy to entrust him with the creative direction of the movie theater and he feels very happy to let me figure out what we're doing with those floors of office space so i think that has worked out nicely Mm -hmm. and it's fun for me to envision what we could do with all this cool space up there
1: (laughs) you also have a pizza Place in there. Can you explain how that came about?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I mean I guess technically speaking, right, we have the Rivoli pizza, which I always have to uh ensure everyone that they know that the Rivoli still has pizza also. But then um we just uh Pizzeria Pizzeria della Rosa just opened Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Is that right?
0: Just after, I think.
2: Yep. So that is um, one of our first tenants um, and they are open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturday. And then we have a pretty cool business model in the space where now we share what used to be the party room in the Rivoli mm-hmm. as a shared space between the Rivoli movie theater and then their restaurant. So it's seating for them. It's also a space for us to hold, um, you know, movie parties and things like that. And that relationship so far has, I, I really hope that we can build on that for the whole rest of the building. We have a very nice collaborative relationship with that business and we learn a lot from them because we've never worked in food service before. And I think the hope is that we can just bring a lot more energy to the building in general um, by having a bunch of really fun things go on.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. In terms
1: of the building, anything surprise you? (laughs) Like where do I start with that answer, right?
0: Um, I mean, we found a bunch of rations from Vietnam down in the basement. That was like a fun surprise. That,
2: wow. Yeah, that's where my mind went first. So it's, I think it's actually like bomb shelter, um, you know, staples. right? So yeah. it's these big drums that have are a sanitation kit, and then there's a. Biscuit flour, and I think it's from lots
0: of MREs. Yeah, yeah, um,
2: all stacked up down there. I would say, too, yeah, most of the surprises have come in the basement so far. It is a very big basement with lots and lots of things in it. So we've been slowly cleaning it out and trying to figure out what we should keep and what can go. Um, we also, for better or worse, have the original 1960s air conditioning system. Mm. So that's interesting to see. Um, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to look at. It's very yeah.
2: cool to look at. Um, but it is, you know, well, it'll be part of the renovation when we when we get it going. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, then most recently, one of the fun surprises is the mural.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been the best surprise, actually. Yeah, I should remember that one. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: uh, you know, it's it was and that I mean, it's just so funny because we were peeling the wallpaper down just We were, the plan was actually to have someone paint a mural there. So that's why we were bringing that wallpaper down. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, lo and behold, there was the.
0: Yeah. And the, she actually happened to be there. The woman who I've been talking about to do the mural was there one day when it was coming down and asked, can I see what's behind that? And then, yeah, that's what's behind it. So yeah, pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. So what's the plan? So we'll keep that there. Um, we are pretty sure that that is from the 1930s renovation. And so if we go ahead with a historic restoration of the theater, then the time that we would restore it back to is the 1930s. So. We are just not going to touch it mm-hmm. until we make that decision, and then we'll figure out the right way to keep it safe. Um, so, yeah. yeah.
0: We were talking about how uh, funny and not funny it would be to do a prank, though, where we pretend to paint over it on our Instagram or something. Be like, look at this cool thing we found. Anyway, yeah, and then just right. put a bunch of white paint on top. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we're not going to do that. No, we're right. not. choice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All the siblings did not agree to that one. Yeah. No, no, that is true. <laughs> Meanwhile that artist said, Oh no, I just lost a job. Right, right. right. There's but there there's
2: plenty of wall space I think. So yeah, I think no we'll right. be able to find something for her.
0: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting
1: too, Clara. Because when uh, we first met inside that building, you had talked about the the visual piece that a lot of people forget about. So there's that long walk to get actually to the movie theater because mm-hmm. the movie theater is set in the back of the building, which optically people just forget about that, and mm-hmm. then all the offices
2: are above, right? Right. right. Yeah. That took me. Um, I think I had to walk through the building twice before I really started to understand how the building's put together, but it really is almost two buildings, right? So you have the, when you walk in and the storefronts and then the office is all on top of the storefronts and then you're right, it angles down um, to get you to the theater and the theater is set behind the offices. So when you're up on the third floor, you when you look out the windows, you're looking at the theater. And then when you're on the fourth floor, you're actually looking down on the theater. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's a- Yeah, it's a really, it's a cool building. Mm It is a cool building. Yeah, it was, we had an electrician in there um, because, you know, we had to redo some of the wiring. And I think it took him half the morning to figure out how the two would connect for him to do the wiring. And when he finally figured it out, he was so excited. I mean, it's mm. it's fun, um, you know, as you get people in the building, it's like a, a mystery box a little bit because mm-hmm. um, you have years and years of different renovations too. And there's always that question of, I wonder why they decided to do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't make sense to us now, but I'm sure there was some reason at the time, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have much more to talk about. We're gonna break this podcast into two because there's some great conversation to have around siblings and doing business with siblings and also change. So we're gonna conclude this BizCast Greater Lacrosse, and you're gonna to have to tune in to the next podcast to find out about those amazing dynamics. You've been listening to BizCast Greater Lacrosse news coming out of the business community. We'll catch